We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ah, uh, welcome, 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 everybody. That's right. Camo X is at your service here. Beautiful Thursday night. Greg Damon sitting in the big chair in Studio B tonight, bringing you all the great stuff here on At Your Service. Uh, thank you for joining us here on the program. All sorts of great stuff coming up. It is 8.06 right here in the heart of mid-America. And I tell you what, folks, we got some uh, we got some great stuff coming up today here on Two Hours At Your Service, going all the way till 10 o'clock tonight. Again, my name is Greg Damon. You want to get a hold of me, really easy to do. It's kmoxautoguy at gmail.com, kmoxautoguy at gmail.com. That's how you do it. I answer each and every question. We'll, uh, I, it may take me a little bit to get back to you, but I promise I will get back to you again. It's kmoxautoguy at gmail.com. But let's just jump right into it today, and uh, we'll, bring in, uh, we'll bring in our first guest. I tell you what, folks. If you've listened to me here on KMOX for the last 20 years, you know her, you love her, you can't live without her. It's our good friend, the car coach, Lauren Fix. She joins us here on the program. Lauren, good evening. Good evening. I literally just got back from the gas station to make you want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It is, uh, it is not fun at the pump, that is for sure. No, not at all. And, and the funny thing is I used Gas Buddy and it gave me a rate. And then I got there, and it was forty cents more. It's like they jacked it up in the next twenty minutes. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you know it's that's crazy because uh, around my house, within probably three miles, it, there's a forty cents difference in, in st- different stations. Oh, it's crazy. You know, uh, some of the gas clubs like Costco, BJ's, whatever you have in your area, Sam's Club, whatever, they have some good deals too. But you got to do the math. If you're already a member and you're utilizing it, great. Otherwise, you you got to do the math. It may not make sense to join, and then how how long does it take for you to make up that difference? Right. If you especially so, if you're just you're buying gas, but like you know at Costco or something like that, you got you know at least you got other stuff that you can spend your hard earned money on that's inflated prices as well. Exactly. Exactly. You got You have to shop around, but you know I think you have to pay attention too because when people go, oh, I'll just drive ten miles to go get fuel and you're like well that's 10 miles each way that you just used up the fuel or was that right. the saving so right. you know but you know I think you, the easiest thing is to take the junk out of your trunk and we all have stuff we carry around you know golf clubs kids gear or whatever take that out why haul it around absolutely that's, for it. that's certainly one of the easiest things also make sure your tires are up to proper inflation as well that's going to help you out as well yep and, and, well, it'll save you on replacement tires because there's a shortage of tires right now. There is no so, doubt about that. 
So, I mean, you think about it and you're like, oh, well, how expensive are tires? Well, listen, tires are no longer $100 a piece, even the cheap Chinese ones. So when you start thinking about the cost of tires, mounting, spin balance, disposal of the old one, you better take care of those four things that touch the ground. It's super easy. The number inside your driver's door has a has a, a pressure. That is the proper pressure for your car. Never, ever use the number on the tire because that tire fits a dozen different cars. Check the tire pressure in the morning when it's cold, and you will get the best handling, performance, and fuel economy and tire life, so it'll save you money down the road. Yeah, and let's uh, let's throw in there, make sure you buy a good tire gauge. Don't uh, yeah, That, that yeah. 99-cent gauge is not going to help you out any. You need to... No, I like the dials. The dials are the digital gauges of the oh, most yeah. accurate. And the ones at the gas station, I always chuckle, because people take them, you know, they fill it up the chuck, and then they whip it at the ground. It's like, okay, well, that's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right. Amazing. Exactly right. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I just want to throw in there, obviously, you know, uh, I'm a big car guy, and, and you got to have the car maintained. That That is going to help you out as well. Changing your oil on time, stuff like that, that's going to save you the best amount of gas. Your car having, uh, you know, new spark plugs, all your maintenance done on it, that's going to help you as well. Right, and I always tell people, you know, if you got that check engine light you've been driving around going, oh, I can't afford it, believe me, it will cost you at the pump because that is usually emissions-related which means the vehicle will then retard itself, and it won't run the way it should. Plus, you're polluting, so you might as well get it fixed. It could be something as simple as an oxygen sensor, but you won't know unless you find a, a technician, and I like ASE certified technicians to look at your vehicle. Absolutely. You know you love the master technicians like myself. So I do. I, I, know. I wish I was a master tech. I'm jealous. <laughs> well, you'll have, I'll have to send you some study guides or something. you got to get that. But regard- Oh, man, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Uh, you know, and in, in, in I want to even take it a little bit farther. You know, a lot of folks, trucks with diesels on there, if you have a check engine light, a warning light that's on, your diesel may start slowing down, put you in a, uh, you know, reduced power mode. And eventually, if, it, if, it's, if it's a DEF-related def issue, it'll just shut it off. You're not going to be able to run. Yeah, I, I have a diesel that I have a diesel uh, SUV. And when you get that notification, DEF or DEF, it's actually urea. And it goes into the exhaust system, and it takes away the pollutants that are go out the tailpipe. But if you if you ignore it, it will leave you in limp mode, and then you're just wasting fuel. But another thing you could do that costs nothing is forget the drive through. How many people oh, yeah. sit in line? You know, especially like I'm not a Starbucks person, but if you stand sit in line, I said lines like 20 cars long. I'm like you're getting zero miles to the gallon. Then you go up and you wait, you place your order, and you wait for your order. I'm crazy. I mean, you're better off getting out of your vehicle, taking those 10 steps in. You'll probably get out of there before the, the next car goes through. <laughs> so I usually try to ask my little fun game I play. It's like I watch the lines and I go, I could park the car, go in and get back out. And out and the, and the last car where I would have been won't even be at the, uh, the ordering board yet. And usually I'm right. Well, you've seen some of those... Uh... Some of those things out there about, uh, you know, don't complain about gas if you're buying a $6 uh, coffee in the morning. My, no. favorite, my favorite one that I seen was uh, it was talking about, uh, uh, you know, don't complain about gas when you're ordering Taco Bell through, through uh, Grubhub or uh, DoorDash, you know, for 50 bucks when it's three blocks away. I know. So. I know. Get in your car or get on your bike or go for a walk or whatever, but it makes no sense to me. That, you know, and, and I have friends, I've never ordered Instacart. I have friends that do because they don't want to go to the store. It costs you less. And wait, there's going to be a gas surcharge on everything. Right. 
everything. We order it from Amazon. You order it online. You go to your local delivery. Get off your butt and go get it. That's what I always say. Well, Lauren, you know, you remember uh, several years back that there was a fuel shortage. So now all of a sudden everybody started putting a fuel surcharge, you know, like us in the automotive yep. industry, any parts deliveries we would get, fuel surcharge. Yeah, that never mm-hmm. went away. Just so you know, when when oh, it never goes away. Right. It's like tire tires are another thing. Tires always increase in price; they never go down. You never see like, oh, we lowered the price of our tires by fifty bucks a piece. That'll never happen. Right. Exactly. Everything gets more expensive, especially in automotive, because and now here's an interesting thing you may not know with what's going on in Russia and Ukraine on the border. Volkswagen is not producing any of their electric vehicles because all their wiring harnesses are made in the Ukraine. Oh wow. That's crazy. And and they're not making Lada's, not that we get Lada's here. Lada is a Russian car. It's basically a disposable piece of garbage, but it's it's transportation. Uh, it's a really poorly built car, but they're not building those either. And so then people go, well, what else is from there? Well, the well, nickel that are, that are I'm, in the batteries. Yeah, I'm going I'm to let's let's stop there. I got to take a quick break, but we'll come back. I want to okay. get into this. I got a bunch of stuff that I want to talk to you about. So hang All with right. me a few more. Will you please? Sure, sure. Fantastic. Hey, folks, we are visiting with the car coach. That's right, Lauren Fix. You can find her at any social media out there. You can just Google her name. She's got stuff all over the place, always on TV, radio, print, you name it. She's all over the place. This is KMOX's At Your Service on a Thursday night. Stick around. More to come. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to KMOX on a Thursday night. 819 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. Greg Damon hanging out with you tonight here on At Your Service, my friends. And uh, we're having a great time. We got our good friend Lauren Fix. She is the car coach. She's been uh, kind enough to uh, hang with us here tonight on Thursday. Again, Lauren, thanks for uh, hanging out with us on the, At Your Service tonight. Not a problem. We go way back, and it's <laughs> always fun chatting about cars. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, before we went to a break, we were talking, just getting into a little bit about uh, Volkswagen uh, in, in Russia and then the Russian car. I, I almost thought, you know, it, it's like a Yugo. That's how bad it is. Oh, the Lada? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If, if, you, if you're a fan of the TV show Top Gear, they, they had three Ladas and tried to see if they could, like, autocross them and race them. They're like, they're like a joke. There's, if you remember the Renola car, it's oh my, pretty close. Yeah, now, now pretty you, close. you're making the hair on the back of my neck stand up now. You're talking about <laughs> it. So. Oh, my God. We've had so many crappy cars. I actually have done videos on, that, on the worst cars ever made. But, you know, it's really funny. Uh, 
to laugh at these cars. But the truth is, we're all not laughing when we go to the pump. And one of the things I wanted to cover is we're talking about what's made in the Ukraine and Russia and how it impacts the auto industry. So you and I know and everybody knows right now there's a chip shortage. And what that's meant is that used car prices are up about 45 percent. And new car prices are up as well. And about 83% of buyers are paying over sticker just to get a car because their lease was due. They had to trade in their lease. So, and now we have a tire shortage, which we've had for about six or eight months. But now we have a wiring harness issue and palladium, which is in catalytic converters of gasoline powered cars, comes out of the Ukraine. And about 6% of nickel that doesn't come from China comes out of the Ukraine. And so if you want to have, you know, a battery-powered car, if that's your choices, I'm not a fan, but if you choose to have one, (laughs) that's fine. You should have that option. There should be a mixture of options, not just one. But if you don't have nickel, there's no batteries, and there's no solution for it. So while they're not mining this stuff, the only place to go to get palladium and nickel And the other seven rare earth minerals needed to make a battery-powered car is China. So now, while our president is saying, you know, just buy an electric car or Buttigieg, who doesn't have a clue. I don't know why they put him in that position. He has less than a clue. Is telling people, just go buy an electric car. Okay, so you own a car. You've been maintaining it, listening to Greg, going, I'm going to get my car maintained, and I own it which a lot of people do. Now they're telling you get rid of that car and get a car payment. Just so you know, the average electric car is $51,000. The average gasoline-powered car that gives really good fuel economy, like a compact car, is $30,000. So if you're going to buy a new car, where are you supposed to come with that extra twenty grand? That adds up hundreds of dollars in a monthly payment. But wait, there's more. Your insurance rate is twice as expensive with an electric car than it is over a gasoline-powered car. And, and that is also something. And then, of course, you need the charging station in your home. So I had Blink, which is one of the charging companies, send me a unit because I use it for my review cars. They're about $2,000. So I had my electrician come over and install it. Now, mind you, my garage is probably like yours, Greg. I've got a compressor. I've got, you know, a heater. I've got, I've got a full panel and the guy charged me $900 to install it. Wow. And I said, what would happen if I didn't have all this already in my garage? He goes, oh, it would have been a couple grand. So you're telling people $4,000 to install? He goes, yeah, that'd be about right with the cost of the unit. So nothing in life is free. No, you don't whoa, use $4,000 of the gas. Whoa, come on, Lauren. They're giving us all sorts of tax breaks for this. There's all sorts of incentives. for. Come on, don't you read the paper? Don't you, you know, that's what it is, right? General Motors and Tesla don't offer incentives anymore. You may have a state incentive, but General Motors and Tesla no longer have their $7,500 tax credit. Ford offers it. Nissan's coming close to the end. Uh, You can get some of the plug-ins also, like Hyundai sells electric vehicles as well as plug-in hybrids where you can get like a $2,000 credit. Mind you, that whole $7,500 credit is based on how much you make. So if you don't make $100,000 a year, which is not the average income across America, you're not going to get that full $7,500. And it's a tax credit. It's not a check written out to you saying, Greg Damon, here's 7500 bucks. doesn't work that way. You get a tax break. 
So keep in mind that when the government tells you one thing, what the big print gives, the small print take us away. Nope, you're exactly right. You know, when it comes down to uh, it comes down to it, I'm just going to throw a couple more things on there. Let's let's just talk about uh, you know they're saying hey these electric cars are all recyclable and the batteries are recyclable. Hey, stop, hold on, right there. No, they're there. not. The, the batteries no are way. the batteries are hazardous waste when they get rid of the the shelf life on most these most of these batteries is about ten years, and the cost of the battery replacement is usually outweighs the cost of the vehicle uh, exponentially. And and, oh, yeah. and and not only that, but I mean, there's there's so much stuff that people don't realize when they drive that electric car off the lot or hybrid car off the lot. That battery degrades immediately. It's just sure. like the batteries and, in and your cold flashlight. weather. Yeah, right. And cold weather doesn't like like that either. Now you guys get really hot and really cold where you are. I have a couple right. of friends that live in your area, and when it gets cold there, it gets cold. But when it gets really hot during the summer, also both hot and cold. Cut down on the battery life. And a perfect example, I won't say the brand just because I'll be nice. So I get a vehicle, an electric vehicle that shows up, and it says it's got 270 miles of range. And the driver drops it off because I'm on the North American Car and Truck of the Year and the World Car Jury. So we, we review everything. If you're in that perfect sweet spot, you know, like L.A. or, you know, we have like not too cold, not too warm weather, it's fine. But I live in Buffalo, and it was 18 degrees outside. So I get in the vehicle, and I start it up, and it says... 240 miles. So I said to the driver, I said, you said it was 270. He goes, it was. I said, but it's at 240. He goes, oh, yeah, cold's brutal on these batteries. So he's telling me this. He works for the brand. So I said, is there anything else I should know? He goes, keep an eye on the battery charge. It could drop off. So I'm thinking, now I'm in like this anxiety thinking, <laughs> how do I review this thing when it says 240? But I I'm not kidding you. So I drove eight miles from the location I picked up to my house. It was down to 180. I'm like, this is unbelievable. You know, I, I was eight miles. And, and I, I, I thought to myself, who wants to live like that under this stress right. of you could be out? And then so, so I thought, well, I'll just find myself a supercharger in the area just in case. So now every city's different than where you live. You may have to drive quite a distance. But there wasn't one in my area. The closest was Niagara Falls. That's 45 minutes of a drive each way. I'm not going to go up there. There's nothing else in the area. So I called the branded dealer. And they said, oh, yeah, we have a charging station out front. I said, oh, great, because this is a, a journalist car. So, like, I can charge for free. And they said, oh, no, you have to put your credit card in. That's right. I said, well, what does it cost? And they go, well, if it has nothing in the in the vehicle, it could cost as much as $100. And if, it's, if it only needs a little bit, you know, it's 30 but it's a level two charger. So you might want to leave the car and come back. And I'm like, who wants to live like that? I, I, I'm going to go to a gas station seven minutes. I'm out, you know? Right. I, I I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Because now, you know, so now you're talking about your battery, the battery uh, uh, life that you have in it because it's cold outside. So now when you get in there, I'm I'm assuming you're going, hey, it's kind of cold. You know, I want to have that seat heater on. Hey, I, sure. I, I want to turn the heat on because I'm cold. And the radio. I want to listen to you on the radio. Right, exactly. So now, wait a minute. What if it's bad weather and I had to turn my wipers on? Oh, now it's dark and I got my lights on. So guess what? Mm-hmm. That just pulls from the battery every time. Pulls from the battery. And and I agree yep. with you. I don't understand how people would want to live like that where you have no backup. 
You know, uh, no, I, I no thought, way. I couldn't thought, do it. I thought the Chevrolet Volt. I thought it was kind of a cool uh, ingenuity. You know, hey, I got this. I got this battery, this electric car. I've got a gasoline engine in case something happens that will uh, put put electric to my uh, to my uh, um, to my car, so I can still drive it. Uh, right, you know. combination. It's a, it's, there are a lot of cars. You, I drove the Toyota Rav Four Prime. I've had uh, the Hyundai Santa Fe plug-in. I mean, I'm not into the plug-in part. You know, the smartest hybrid, which is probably the most reliable, is the Toyota Prius. Right. The Prius has been around forever. You get fifty some miles to the gallon. And the thing is, the batteries are expensive to replace, and you would know that. But uh, I will tell you something, some interesting story. One, a friend of mine has, we'll just say, mm, a domestic uh, plug-in car. And he lives just over the Pennsylvania-New York border, and he wanted to go to Rochester, New York. It should take about an hour. On the way there, he looks down and realizes, I don't have enough juice, so I'll get on the Electrify America grid and try and find it. Couldn't find anything. He found a bunch of people's homes. But you're not going to knock on someone's door and go, hi, you don't know me. I want to <laughs> plug in. Because they pop up on the grid as if they're usable, but they're in someone's home. So he couldn't find any place to plug in. So that, all right, well, I'm going to head back and just forget this trip. And he was only about three quarters of the way there. So he turned around a lot of rural roads, turns around and starts heading back. And as he's getting close to home, He's about 10 minutes away. It says five miles till empty. Now he's in a panic because he lives pretty rural. So he shut the headlights off, shut the radio off, shut everything off for the vehicle and drove home in darkness. And I said, his name is Jeff. I go, Jeff, you're crazy. He goes, oh, no, this vehicle's up for sale. I'm done. Yeah. So that, and he didn't have it very long. But he said the, the panic of having him and his kids in the car realizing that there was no place to plug in and not just that it was nighttime and he didn't think he goes if this thing had died because i'd be on the side of the road with them and like you can't ask someone for a gallon of gas no one's going to tow it because i'd have to either walk or call you know have someone flatbed it he goes i goes this is stupid so he got rid of one back and bought a pickup truck <laughs> yeah you know you're you're going to see triple uh, a start carrying a uh, diesel generator on them or something they do you know they do have oh. them i have seen them but you know the thing is when they plug in they're like a generator you would have like you would carry to a campsite so it's going to take a long time why they sit there to get for you to get 5 miles to get to the next destination if there is something within that time distance that's right so you know you got to think about these things why why the government is so great to jam stuff down our throat. Remember, they said lead paint was a great answer to make paint last forever. Wait a minute. Great insulation idea. Asbestos. It's awesome. It works. Oh, we were wrong. That was a mistake. Oops. No, and we've seen how many medications they've tried to shove on us. Was it one of those Chantix? There's a whole bunch of them out there. If you, you know, you see the commercials, we've all heard it. If you took whatever drug, fill in the blank, and you had this whatever disease or died, you know, you, you can sue the right. government. It's right. like You can be entitled for compensation. Right. Well, when you're dead, it's a little late. But, um, but the whole idea is the government loves to shove things at us, and you can fill in the blank from a million different subjects. I always say, you know what? If it doesn't work for you, don't do it. But if you, if you, I have a friend who does radio. He's out of Rhode Island, and he has to go five minutes to his studio back and forth. No problem. He has a Tesla Model Three. He's never had a problem, except for and he's he's going to buy another electric car after this one. 
he called me on a Sunday afternoon, which he never calls. He'd be like, you calling me randomly on a Sunday afternoon. I'm like, what's up? I knew it had to be something because you wouldn't just call me randomly. He says, I'm in my Tesla. I'm at the studio. I'm all alone. It's 12 degrees outside. And the car fired up. All the light screens lit up. And then it went dark because then I can't get out of the car. I go, open the door. He goes, you can't. Right, They're electric. electric. <laughs> so I had to coach him while I was online on how to pry off the door panel so that he could get the emergency pull to get out. I, and I said to him, I said, so what are you going to do now? Because I'm kind of chuckling to myself. He goes, oh, I ordered a Ford Mach-E. He goes, I'm done. Because I'm so done with Tesla. Because I guess when he called them, they couldn't even pick up the car for two weeks. And then they have it for two months. They finally gave him the vehicle back. I said, well, did they give you a loaner? He goes, they don't have loaners. I, I knew that. And then he says, they gave me an Uber card. I go, woohoo. So now you got to ride with somebody else. You can't, you don't even have transportation. He said, no. I said, well, that doesn't sound like a great idea, does it? Not at all. Hey, Lauren, I got to take some, do some business here. Hang with me some more, please. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. We are visiting with Lauren Fix. She is the car coach. This is KMOX's At Your Service on a beautiful Thursday night outside. Stick around. More to come. <laughs> Welcome back to KMOX is at your service on a Thursday night. 837 is your time right here in the heart of mid-America. That's right. Greg Damon hanging out with you tonight. And uh, we are visiting with our good. Whoa, okay, whoa, don't even know how to run this board anymore. Hey, we are visiting with our good friend, uh, Lauren Fixed. She is the car coach and been kind enough to uh, hang out with us here on at your service on a Thursday night. Again, Lauren, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Just love to talk to you. And we just got so much stuff to go through. That's for sure. Oh my gosh! Well, you and I always have great car things to discuss. Well, I want to I want to bring up a little bit about uh, you know we're talking about electric cars. They want to, uh, I, 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 and I agree wholeheartedly. The government wants to shove these electric cars down our throats. You know, now with high gas prices, people are saying, "Hey, buy electric, buy electric." Just just some of the things that that uh, folks may not realize. We've already talked about the chargers, installation of the chargers. When you're out driving, now you got to pay to have your car charged, and you may have to sit around for two, four, six, eight hours uh, while your car is charging. But, you know, here in the Midwest, that's great. You know, you charge your car. But how, how do we charge our cars here in the Midwest? How do we make electricity? That's right. We burn coal. So now I'm going to have higher emissions. We've already got a crappy grid out there. So if, yeah. if everybody's charging their car, that's going to put a, a whole lot of load on that grid. Absolutely. You know, if, if they took every single car that was available... And they said, we're going to make them all electric. Every car has to be electric. The problem is the grid can't support it. The grid is very old and outdated. And they could upgrade it. It would be billions and billions of dollars. And they've already printed. I had heard a stat last night. It should blow you away. It should blow everyone away. That 80% of the money in circulation right now was printed in the last 24 months. You can't keep printing money. All it does is devalue the dollar overall, and we already have inflation. If they actually calculated inflation the way it should be, you're looking at like 16% right now, and we're all feeling it. Nobody's not feeling it, well, maybe those in Washington. So when you're telling people, go buy an electric car, the grid can't support, don't worry. We'll build electric charging stations, which you're going to have to pay. So what doesn't make sense is when they built gas stations, the government did not pay for those. Somebody built a gas station just like they would if you built one on the corner of near you today, right? 
because someone's going to pay for the tanks and the pumps and all that. They didn't, that was not government funded. When they built cell towers, that was not paid for by the government either. So AT&T and Verizon and everybody put money into it, and that's how that works. And the same thing's happening with 5G. But when it comes to these charging stations, the government wants them to pay to put them in, which means they can jack up that price anytime they want. And a perfect example of that is what happened in New York City. The subway system was owned privately for many, many years. And, of course, they wanted the government decided they wanted to take it over. And when they did, they raised the rates of for riders. Of course, people got very unhappy about it, but they also own all the buses. So everything runs through the federal government, which means they have control over your life. So if, if you don't have power because there's a tornado warning and they shut down the power grid, you're not going anywhere. You better hope that you've got a full charge. I think there's a lot of factors you think about. Why do they want all this? Because it's about control. It's not about being green. Because if it was about being green, we'd put up nuclear power plants, we'd use natural gas, and you could still use a little bit of wind and solar because the maximum it can produce is 18% of what we need. So where is the rest of it coming from? Coal, natural gas. We could use hydrogen. That's an option. There are building hydrogen fuel cell products. But there, it needs to be a mixture of answers because we all have different needs. But the government mandating things has always been a disaster, and you can fill in the blank on whatever they've mandated for you. Well, as, as we always talk about, just follow the money. It's going to lead you to the truth. Absolutely. And, and it seems to be continual. And the thing is, they're so brazen about it, and they're so insulated And it blows me away. Like, you'll hear, well, just go buy an electric car. Okay. Do you own a car? Most of these people don't. They They have drivers, which we pay for, you and I, everybody does their taxes. They don't pay for gas. They don't pay for maintenance. They don't pay for insurance. You and I do. They don't know what it's like to have to actually go to a real job every day. If you own a small business, they have no clue what it means to sign a paycheck because you have people that work for you because you're supporting their families too. And this is the problem. They're just totally insulated from us. And when they make these bold, grandiose statements, they're absolutely clueless about how you and I live every day. Right. There's no sense of reality. No, not at all. And it drives me absolutely crazy. Yep. And uh, one more thing about uh, getting back to the electric cars, you're starting to see more and more manufacturers Uh, making electric cars. And I'm not talking about big names out there. I'm not talking about established car companies. These are one-off car companies trying to compete, building their own stuff. And and for for the person that takes their car in to have it serviced, it's going to be really tough from now on if you own an electric car, because a lot of that stuff is proprietary, and there's not many people that can, uh, can work on that stuff. No, and also there are some cool companies out there like Rivian. We've, you may have heard of them. Sure. Well, just, they just posted their fourth quarter results. They had a $4.7 billion, B billion dollar loss. How can that be? And Lucid, well, they've got a lot of money coming in from Amazon, Ford, Cox Automotive. A lot of private investors have put money into this company. But if you're taking a loss, it's because you can't produce product quick enough. It's, building a car is not easy. Even repairing a car is not easy. Everyone thinks, oh, it's just so simple, just turn a bunch of wrenches. No, it isn't. There's a lot of electronics in these cars. There's a lot of middle, metal, uh, metals in this car. And so when you think about it, 
building a vehicle is not easy. So you've also got co- little companies like Lucid out there. They're not making money either. They are very cool cars. They just don't make sense. But then you've got the domestics and all the import car companies making them. And the only reason they're making electric cars is not because you want them. Because if you take every car on the road today, coast to coast, every single car, it's only 3% of the cars on the road are electric. 3%. They make it sound like the mainstream media makes it sound like it's 50%. It isn't even that. Right. 3%. That's nothing. And for those people that have electric cars, most of them have another vehicle that is gasoline-powered. Yeah, you, you would have to. Lauren, unfortunately, i got to do one more bit of business. I promise okay. that'll be the last one, and we'll head into All our right. final segment. All right, fantastic. Okay. We're, we're visiting with Lauren Fix. She is the car coach. I'm telling you, folks, you got to check her out. you got to check her out on social media. you got to go to her webpage. She's even got a newsletter you can sign up for. I've known her for many, many years. She's amazing. Stick around. This is KMOX is at your service. Welcome back, everyone. 849 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. As I always like to say, Greg Damon sitting in. KMOX is at your service tonight here on a beautiful Thursday night. And we are visiting with our good friend Lauren Fix. She is the car coach. And uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But Lauren, uh, last segment, we got about uh, five minutes here. And uh, I wanted to bring up and talk a little about, uh, we kind of talked about, uh, kind of been bashing these electric cars, which, well, let's face it, they need to be. Uh, because no, nobody nobody needs one, nobody wants one, and, and as you said, who wants to live that lifestyle where you're always worried about uh, my car dying on me and, and, and I have no recourse of, of getting it anywhere else? So, um, well, you know, some people are. They all want to be the next person to have the first pet rock. I guess you're yeah. right. I guess you're right. Um, but, you know, in a, in a, in a real-life situation, it's not something that uh, is practical, I, I think. So So I, I look at it this way. You know, I we, agree. We, we've kind of talked about the government. If, if it was so good, why aren't there any electric snowplows? Well, how about this? How, if it's so good, why isn't the Beast, you know, the vehicle that the president rides around right. in and all yeah. of his support vehicles? None of those are electric. Yeah. They're all running on diesel. So when they go electric... Then we'll talk. Because if they need to move a four, you know, what? What? How much does that beast weigh? It's like ten thousand pounds. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. You'll need a. You'll need a whole other vehicle just to haul the batteries to move it. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, about four minutes left here. I want to talk a little about something that that we have talked about at nauseum for many many years, and that's ethanol, E10, E15, E85. We have talked uh, how bad this is for your vehicle. And, and what it yep. does to the fuel system and what it does to the fuel injectors and what it does to the fuel rail, the fuel pump, you name it, it is very corrosive. And now I see where the government may be kind of lifting some of their restrictions on that. Well, you know, I'm going to talk to you about this, but I want you to think about it from two perspectives. I thought like you did. Finally, they take seven bushels of corn to make one gallon of ethanol, and then this is corn that could be... Maybe those fields could be used for wheat or oats or barley or cumin corn for so we can eat it, right? No. So then they gift that ethanol to the oil manufacturers, and they charge for that because they have to now blend this in with their oil that they're producing for you to put in your tank. And it's corrosive, and it causes all kinds of issues. So now suddenly there's a new study out that says that it's worse for the environment 
for them to take corn because of all the fertilizers and tilling the fields and all the energy it takes. It's amazing. Like we haven't been talking about this for years and that they think this is a horrible idea and that the renewables are not a good choice by using ethanol. Now I, like you, Greg, first thing I thought was finally they get it. This is a dumb idea. Just let us run fuel and we're all good. Well, my husband's hearing me talk to someone about this and he goes, okay, you're missing the point. I go, what do you mean? He goes, this is the government pushing us to more electric vehicles by saying adding ethanol isn't good. Any renewables isn't good. The only answer is electric. Oh, I didn't even think, I didn't even think about that. I know I didn't think about that. So I brought this up to a few of other uh, radio shows I've been on, and and the host always goes, holy moly, you're right. So you demonize the only other possible option that people could use, and then you say, well, here's a better option. This is best for the environment, which it isn't. These batteries are not good for the environment. There's seven rare earth minerals. They're digging up the ground. We do not mine any of them here in the U.S even though they're under our ground. And the reason we don't is it's bad for the environment. It's bad for your breathing. It's bad for the people that are mining it. And so where do we mine it? The Ukraine, Africa, China. And you know what? Remember we gifted Afghanistan back to them? Very foolish move, an embarrassing move. Would you know what's under the ground? Those rare earth minerals. So what did China do? They do what's called a belt and bridge or belt and road project. They go to the country and say, we will put in roads and bridges for you. We will give you a beautiful infrastructure. We only want some things back in return. And, of course, they're like, sure, what? This is great. We just want the cobalt, cadmium, mercury, neodymium, nickel, all that stuff that's in the ground. And Afghanistan doesn't care. They're getting the free roads and bridges. So guess who's in there right now making this deal? China. So they can own all of the rare earth minerals that our government stupidly is shoving us to buy. So before you go and buy an electric vehicle, where does all the minerals come from to make those batteries? It's China. They're not our friends. And then we have our government going to Venezuela asking for more gas. They're not our friends. They went to the Middle East. They wouldn't even take his phone call. So where are we going to get all this oil and gas if we're not getting it from Russia? We're going to have to be energy independent if we want gasoline prices to be back at $2 a gallon. I don't think they want to do that. I think their answer is instead buy an electric car. How does this help any of us? It doesn't. You know, (laughs) I can't tell you how many conversations, Lauren, we've had about this. And, I mean, we are certainly in agreement with this. And I I just hope that, uh, you know, our conversations tonight has just enlightened some folks to look at the bigger picture as to what's going on. I, I, I see no... I see no healthy alternative, or I see no healthiness coming out of owning an electric vehicle, other than, than hey, it's kind of cool. But you know, I don't, I don't see anything. It's not practical for anybody. I, it, that's the way I look well, at there's it. There's one a, thing I have to say. I got one about thing. a minute left. Okay, Elon Musk said something I actually agree with. Come he on. He said, increase nuclear power, oil, and gas production because extraordinary times demand extraordinary measures. You know why? Because his vehicles need electricity, and it's got to come from oil and gas. Right, exactly. Interesting, huh? Very interesting, very interesting. Hey, Lauren, thanks so much for uh, hanging out with us here on At Your Service Tonight on Thursday night. For folks that want to get a hold of you, I've been telling you guys, you guys got to check her out. It's the car coach. Tell us where they can get you real quick. 
You can go to carcoachreports.com. I'm also on YouTube every Friday. I put up a four-minute Friday, just four minutes of stuff that you didn't know because knowledge is power. I'm on literally every form of social media, including Truth Social, everywhere at Lauren Six. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. I'll talk to you real soon. All right. Thanks, Greg. That's our good friend Lauren Fix, the car coach, my friends. I got to tell you, she's uh, she's amazing. She's got some stuff. Check her out. That's for sure. Hey, At Your Service continues right after the break. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.